living in that size body is not the picture that I had in my mind of what that body would look like. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results, you're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Stephanie Luiris. She is a personal trainer. She's an international best-selling author she is a speaker and she is the heart and soul behind heartandsoulfit.com. That is S O L E. If you want to check it out, we'll link to it in the show notes as well. But Stephanie is here today to talk about her own journey to loss of more than 200 pounds, but also how she has learned about body image along the way and to share. Her message of body neutrality. I think you're really going to find it interesting. I know that's a, that's a phrase that I have not heard, and she's going to talk about it in our conversation today. So please listen closely when we get to that point of the interview when we're talking about body image. Her approach, her perspective, is very, very unique. And and I'll be honest with you, this is a it's a heavy conversation. Um, we'll acknowledge that in the interview. Um, and I hope that Stephanie is able to come back and conclude or continue the conversation with me. A couple of other things that I want you to listen closely for as you are preparing your mind for this conversation. Um, first of all, Stephanie's approach to making it easy. You've heard that before, but she's going to explain exactly how she started this journey for herself and where it took her and now how she uses those same principles to help her clients. The other thing that I want you to listen closely for is how she talks about her own process and how it involved 
improving the whole person. And even though we talk a lot about weight loss here on the show, I appreciate so much her approach to helping clients and, of course, the lessons that she herself has learned about how weight loss really isn't necessary. So there are a few things for you to listen for. I hope you really enjoy my interview with Stephanie Luaris. I was put on my first diet at five years old. I've been overweight my entire life. You name the diet, I've been on it. I've gained and lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds in my life, like no joke. But I came to this point about eight years ago now. I, it blows my mind, like time, time isn't a warp for me. But like, I was just unhappy. And I knew that another diet wasn't going to change yeah. how I felt. But something st- something had to change, though. And so I'm like, you know, this goal oriented type A kind of person. So I'm like, well, what can I do? There's got to be something that will make me feel better to kind of change things. So I started looking around at habits. What can I do to make me feel better? Well, let's start with just how about drinking water? And instead of doing like one of those crazy internet challenges where you drink gallons of water in a day, I started with a six ounce cup and a kitchen timer and just started cultivating this habit of drinking water. Every time the timer goes off, you go fill the cup. And that habit became instead of going to the drive through twice a day to feed my husband and myself, let's cook at home. Didn't matter what I was cooking, but we were cooking at home. Mm -hmm. Then it was swapping out foods, changing up recipes, looking at things, feeling a little bit better Then I thought I'm like, okay, you know, feeling pretty good. Let's, let's get some movement going. Now, at that point, I was in a much larger body size, I was pretty close to losing my mobility. Like this is how large I was. And so in my mind, the only thing I could do was walk. So walk to the end of the street and back thought I was going to die and kept doing it. End of the street and back around the block, around the neighborhood, building up that stamina. Get the idea one day. Wonder if I can run now. Girl that fake sick in gym class, run to the stop sign. And again, it's this, I want to die, but something in me in that moment changed and being the goal setting type a person, I'm like, I'm going to go figure out this fat girl running thing. So then that became five K's, 10 K's, half marathons, marathons, jumping over into triathlon, moving up in there. You know, I train for Ironman distance triathlons now. So what was a six ounce cup of water now is training for Ironman triathlons. Never one day focusing on weight loss, traditional dieting as we know it itself. Mm -hmm. I lost 200 pounds just 
focusing on habits, doing what I loved, life itself improved because not only was I focusing on these physical habits, I was kind of looking at the rest of life, the emotional things. I struggle with depression, anxiety, PTSD. How was I coping with life? Employing better coping mechanisms, improving my spiritual life. How was that growing? And really improving the whole person, not just those physical habits. And I ended up that through this whole process in working with my coach, my sports dietitian, being that super nerd, getting my training certifications, getting my nutrition certifications, and realizing that I was in a really toxic work environment. And so that needed to change too. So stepped out of that. And that's where my business was born. Because I wanted to not only continue serving people because I was in the people business, Mm -hmm. but serve them in the way that I had not been served by the diet industry for the decades of my life that I thought weight loss was the answer. Mm -hmm. Wow. Awesome. I'm I'm just, (laughs) I'm in awe. I love it. I, I'm, I was curious as I was listening about the focus on habits mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's, that's powerful. That's going to be a big, I think a big theme from our conversation here. Mm-hmm. Um, where did that come from for you? It was that, was it kind of just like, I've tried everything else. I'm going to try this. Was it like you saw Tony Robbins talking? I'm, I'm just throwing him out. I don't know. Like, how, how did you, how did you start with, and why did you pick water? I'm just curious. Because it was easy. Okay. You know, it, it was something I could do right then. It didn't take a lot of effort because like, even today, I, I will admit like, you know, people look at me and they're like, how do you do what you do? I will still tell people I'm the laziest person in the world. If there's an easier way to do something, please tell me how to do it because I don't want to do things the hard way. Like if you know, I try to break things down to the smallest way possible. And because when we do things in really small ways, it fits. It fits our life. It fits our, usually fits our budget, our our finances. It works around our schedules. So it doesn't upset the status quo too much. Hmm. And so then it becomes sustainable. And when that little thing starts to snowball, bigger and bigger, we're adding more small things, more small things. It's not really attractive in the moment. But when you look back in hindsight, it's massive change. Yeah. Cool. I like I like the way you said that. I like the way you explain it. Obviously, you're living proof that that it works. Um, 
And I'm always curious. I don't know. And maybe you do for your clients, but I'm curious always why the industry still is so like focused on big change, like the, the big program, the big diet, the big, the, here's the big, the whole workout plan. I want you to stick to now. Like, I feel like we all know mm -hmm. that small works, but I'm always like, why, why are there still so, so many people out there that are preaching the big and, and you, is it just because people aren't ready for accepting that the little changes is what it takes? What do you, what do you think? I'm just curious to your thoughts well, on it. You know, the, you know, I, the diet industry is a $72 billion a year industry. Hmm. And the reality is that diets work for someone, but not everyone. And what's a right fit for somebody isn't going to be the right fit for someone else. And that's the hard part. We always are chasing that magic wand. We, we live in this, this fast, this fast media driven society that we want the results right now. What's going to get me to the end point as quick as possible. And that's not sustainable. When you look at the statistics, the National Institute on Health, you know, 95% of people that lose weight gain it back within five years because they haven't built in these solid habits to maintain what they've done. They, they bring in a structure that doesn't fit their lifestyle, that doesn't fit their, their family values, that may not fit something in life. And so it works for a period of time. But then once the components become unsustainable, it's easy to leave it to the wayside. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's been around for a long, long time. And yes. I, I, it's not going away. Yeah. There's just something new and shiny out every day. Yeah. Um, could we change gears a little bit? Because I want, I want to have time to talk about um, negative body image. I know that, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know that your work deals with that. Um, I'm curious to know um, if you don't mind kind of sharing what, what role that had in your journey. And I'm, I also want to know how you're kind of helping your clients to address that. Well, you know, there is a lot of buzzwords that get thrown around with body positivity and love your body and all of those things. And I, you know, even says on my business cards, body positive, personal trainer. And really, I, I think it's because people don't understand the concept of body neutrality. Mm. And that's really the place that I come from is accepting what is right where you are right now, because even if 
and, and I, I can only use myself as an example. I don't, I don't ever want to use someone else's story. If I was to ever imagine myself at losing weight, reaching a goal weight, and what that would look like, it's a very different picture than reality. You know, I am in a smaller body at 40 years old than I was in middle school. That's really hard for me to not only wrap my mind around, but existing in that body still is very foreign to me. But it's also living in that size body is not the picture that I had in my mind of what that body would look like Mm. from decades of yo-yo dieting. There's a lot of collateral damage. I have sagging skin in places. I don't like having sagging skin. It's, you know, you don't have the perfect figure, but at the same time, I am strong. My body does incredible things. I can run and ride my bike and swim incredible distances. I can do things I never imagined being able to do. So matching who I am, what I am to the physical appearance, there's a disconnect. And So just coming to that place of acceptance with who I am right now and being okay with that, it, it, it's a process and it's not to say that who I am is, is unacceptable because it's not, but it takes a little bit of letting go of those expectations. And a lot of it is driven by our culture because we see things in the media, social media that are maybe even the expectations that were, we were brought up with that you look a certain way that you dress a certain way. And we start to, to peel away the layers of, you know, well, what, what do I want? What do I, what is okay for me? And, and really coming to that place of, okay, take a breath. This, this is who I am and, and this is where I want to go or what, what is it that I want to achieve? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I just had the most amazing question, Stephanie, and it just like floated out of my head. Um <laughs> I'm, I was, I'm curious about the, the culture that you mentioned. Um, is it, is it a matter of becoming more aware? Do you think like becoming more aware of the, of the cultural, um, I want to say like falsehoods that are promoted or is just knowing like, Hey, this isn't a realistic body shape for anybody to maintain. And like, once, once you know that, is that, does that give comfort and help someone to get to that body neutral place or, or is that just like a small piece of the, the process? 
it, it is very much the starting point in, in starting to open up Pandora's box of the truth. Mm. Like you know, one of the, the places that we, people in kind of my sector of the health and wellness field is, you know, getting rid of the scale, getting rid of the measuring tapes, you know, and, and really dismantling things like the body mass index. I mean, that it is not meant to be a measure of health. It is a statistical marker of white European men. So to, to use it in any other context is inappropriate. And so, you know, we, we really look at, you know, what if, if you're looking at particular goals, let's step away from the scale. What is it that you want to achieve? If there's particular health outcomes you want to improve, you know, all for it. You want to improve your blood sugar. You want to improve your blood pressure. You want to improve your cholesterol. Great. Absolutely. We can do those things with nutrition therapy, with, with movement, with mindset work, completely independent of weight loss. Weight loss is not necessary. And that's something that takes a little bit of time to kind of wrap our minds around because, you know, so often we hear that, you know, weight loss brings this outcome, weight loss brings this outcome. And we are the experts of our own bodies. We know what we need to do to get to that place where we want to be. And health looks different for each and every one of us. And that's something that society as a whole hasn't grasped, that if we don't look a certain way, then we're not healthy. But that's not the case. Gotcha. Um, I feel like I have a lot more questions, but I'm going to have to have you come back. <laughs> that, that's a deal. Um, let me ask this kind of in closing um, for someone who's listening. And maybe we could, if, if you don't mind, just focus on the on the body neutral, you know, negative body image. If that's showing up for them. What would you recommend as the best first step for them to take to, to begin that process of addressing it? Oof. Sorry, that, that's a heavy one. It is a heavy one because if, if you're in a place where there's a lot of negativity, Usually it starts from a lot of different places. And my best advice is to just be gentle with yourself. That whatever is coming up for you that is negative, there is an assurance that you can give yourself 
that it is not your fault. That whatever these thoughts that you have about yourself, whatever these feelings that you have about yourself, that it is not rooted in fault of your own. Okay. So starting with that realization mm-hmm. and beginning to notice, I think I'm sure along with that, you someone would start noticing those thoughts instead of maybe just experiencing them, just living them. You know, and, and we've talked that before on the show about the value of uh, kind of starting to recognize our voices and sorting them out. So just Absolutely. because there doesn't mean that it's the real you. Yes. <laughs> yes. One of my favorite questions, are you making it up or is it true? Oh, nice. I like that. Is that a question you use with clients a lot? I do. And it's not my original question. It comes from Rhonda Britton. Okay. Are you making it up or is it true? Yes. And then I would think as a good coach, when you ask that question, you may have an inkling already that it's being made up. And, and, you know, I, I use it because I, I myself make up quite a bit about myself. (laughs) Yeah. I think we all do. I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of the, one of the interesting messages that I've taken away from the, the body image um, conversation is that nobody's in this culture. There's nobody who's like, I'm perfect. I'm happy with, with what I got, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what drives so much of, of the industry is the, this dissatisfaction that we experience. So we're all, I think that's part of the big message. We're all telling ourselves things that aren't true. So, wow. Okay. I feel like we're leaving on a heavy note, but (laughs) I want to thank you so much for being here. I feel like this is a, it's been a powerful conversation. And and like I said, I want to, I want to have you back because I feel like we're just scratching the surface, but for sure, Stephanie, Luaris, I want to thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you. All right, there you go. Thanks, Stephanie, so much for being on the show here. And I can't wait to have her back to continue the conversation. I think so much about um, body image negativity, body neutrality, the cultural norms and falsehoods and all those things are things that we can definitely dig in on. And they'll affect us, right, in our own journey of health and fitness and weight loss, whatever it is that that brought you here. I hope that the conversation is one that challenged you a little bit because I know that it did for me. And that's something that, that is going to stick with me. And like I said, I hope that we get to continue that conversation in the future. I think that the idea of awareness is one that stands out to me after having gone gone through this conversation and I was listening very closely to some of the keys that can help us in the in the area of how how we perceive our own bodies, right? That's probably what brought you here. That's probably what got me into the the fitness industry in the first place. And over the years realizing that it's it's a uh, 
such a small piece of the whole journey that, like Stephanie said, is is almost um, absolutely unnecessary, right? Focusing on weight loss is unnecessary when you focus on all of the other changes that can be made and all of the other results, the other goals that are so much more important and other ways that we can achieve those things rather than just being smaller, rather than just weighing less when we step on that scale that we give so much control to in our in our culture and in even in the, the fitness industry. So I think awareness is the thing that stands out to me as I was listening, is just being aware, being aware of how we're being influenced by the media, by the culture around us, by the personal trainers, by the other people at the gym, by the ads on social media, what what have you, right? Being aware of those things is the first start. Being aware of their influence on us and then being aware of our own thoughts, creating some awareness of our own thoughts, our own feelings, and realizing that we, we get to choose them. We get to choose them. But in order to exert some influence, we have to first start with being aware. And I hope that the conversation today is one that helps you to begin to take some initial steps in that direction and some initial steps toward having more self-compassion or like Stephanie said, being gentle with ourselves as we encounter those thoughts and feelings that admittedly at times can be negative. I hope this conversation was valuable for you. Um, I'd love for you again to, to follow Stephanie's work. We'll link to it in the show notes. Heart and soulfit.com that's s o l e heart and soul fit.com link is link is in the show notes for you and if this conversation was valuable for you if it really touched you uh, please share it with someone that you care about who may as well benefit from it please follow the begin within podcast in the podcast player that you're listening to it on right now and if you'd be so kind, please rate and if possible, review the show if, if that's available in the podcast player that you're listening on. Rate and review the show so that other people can find it and benefit from it. I want to thank you again so much for being here with me on the Begin Within podcast. I can't wait to talk to you again next week.